Hello and welcome to another short bonus episode of the Giants of the Faith podcast. My name is Robert Daniels and I'm the host of this show. And today we're looking at that preeminent Christmas hymn from Isaac Watts, the one that you and I have sung hundreds of times during the season of Advent that is in fact not a Christmas hymn at all. It is, in fact, a song looking at the second advent, the second coming of Christ. And I'm speaking, of course, of that beloved hymn, Joy to the World. Joy to the World was written and released by Isaac Watts in 1719, and it was an updated psalm based on Psalm 96 and 98, written through a New Testament lens. Joy to the World was originally released as a poem as part of Watts' book, The Psalms of David, imitated in the language of the New Testament and applied to the Christian state and worship. Whereas the psalms that the song is based on point to Christ's first coming, Watts shifts the focus, in a post-first coming world, to the second coming. Even the tune that we associate with Joy to the World wasn't from Watts. It's an arrangement put together with Watts's words in 1848 by American composer Lowell Mason, possibly based on some music from Handel, or possibly not. And I know you're probably thinking that Joy to the World is obviously a Christmas song. We sing it every Christmas, and Christians have been singing it at Christmas time for over 150 years. But it's not. Let's look at some of the lyrics and see where they fit in the second coming interpretation. And I promise this will be brief, and I will not sing. Okay, from verse 1, Joy to the World, the Lord has come. Okay, this could clearly fit with a first or second coming reading. Then let earth receive her king. And we know that earth did not receive her king when he came 2,000 years ago. Jesus is the rejected cornerstone. But when he comes again, that's a different story. And then from verse 3, No more let sins and sorrow grow, nor thorns infest the ground. Comes to make his blessings flow, far as the curse is found. Here in verse 3, Watts hits the nail squarely. No more let sins and sorrow grow? That's certainly not happening now. And Watts is looking forward to the day when the curse on the ground from Genesis is cleared and Christ's blessings flow to all men. You can find some in-depth articles online, and I'll link to a couple of those in the show notes. Or you can just run through the lyrics in your head and think about them from a second coming perspective and see what you think. So was the song meant for Christmas? No. Should we sing it at Christmas time? By all means. What is the second coming, if not the ultimate answer to what the first coming ushered in? Well, I promised it would be a short episode, and it was. Until next time, God bless. Mm -hmm.